Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It, once again, it's been a, it's been a bit since I've done a program, but as these go, I'm doing a lot more uh, video on some stuff. But I'm gonna keep these podcasts going because the stuff can be downloaded. But this, even this forum here, this this uh, platform, won't always be available. And that's the purpose of this recording tonight. Well, at least it's nighttime for me right now. You can hear a little sprinkler in the background, maybe. You'll hear the, uh, the cooler also going off. Or it's running. Uh, it's also kind of like a house filter. It's a giant filter. <laughs> it really cleans the air when it comes into the house. Uh, and the air has been really dirty because we've had fires here. And where I'm at is the whole reason and the premise of this program today. I only get one hour per program, so we're gonna, this might be longer than one hour, and I hope you'll listen to what I have to say. You can believe what I have to say. You don't have to believe what I have to say. I'm just putting this out there for those who wanna listen and those who have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches today, and what the writing on the wall is in America. The Democrats have been very emphatic that all the key players have stated that anybody who had voted for Donald Trump is an enemy of the state. That's coming from the top positions in our political system on the Democrat side. It's unfortunate that this has gotten to this once again in our country. It's not about race. It has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with race. Race is the is the blasting cap, okay, that's stuck into the C4. A race is the blasting cap that is stuck into the uh, C4 of the Democrats' moves that they're going to do. See, I'm kind of amazed because I have been thinking that uh, Donald Trump is a Trojan. And I still think he is. And that's probably not going to change. That doesn't mean that when I see injustice going on, I'm not going to speak out on it. I voted for Donald Trump the first time. And I told, and I've also stated, once he went back on one of his oaths of office, which is this, what? To defend the Constitution. To defend it from all enemies. To uphold it, number one, and defend. So it's two things. Uphold, defend. Uphold, defend. Uphold, defend. Because as the president, he is to uphold the Constitution and defend it. He's given the reins of the United States military, which is the Navy. Okay? And I believe, is it the Army? Yeah, I believe so. Okay? But he also has, like, control now of the, of the military. I mean, he's supposed to. Okay? 
constitutionally, it's very specific that he has control of the Navy. <laughs> and he definitely has control, I believe, of the Army. So listen to me. We are all in some form of lockdown in our states. That's what this is. I don't care what label you put on it. It's not going to change the reality that, that we're on a lockdown. The other reality is, is that the economy is so bad that you better start getting yourself ready for what's coming. And whatever I say, if how I've seen things coming and, and the, the studying the past divide as, as has been part of my, my majors and uh, my studies. And just also, as I always love history. I, history gives you tradition, and tradition is beautiful. That's what keeps a country strong. That's what keeps a people strong and, and gives them a strong identity, okay? And you, I'll give you a good example of identity. And a lot of people hate this, this, this thing, identity, because why? It's been abused. We are now into not identity politics, guys. We are into full-blown Marxist ideology. The Democrat Party has embraced fully its Marxist roots. Okay? And now they're being open about what's going on. And the Republican Party is just as guilty... And there are people in there that are guilty of this. I am stating this. Everybody, including the president, have all been guilty of violating 18 United States Code 242 or Section 242, which says that under color of law, if somebody uses color of law, to deprive somebody of their unalienable rights because that's the only rights there are that exist. There are no such thing as civil rights. Civil rights do not exist in the United States of America. I do not care if you have the American Civil Liberties Union bullshit. There's no such thing as civil liberties. Civil liberties are given to you by a civil government. Okay? Unalienable rights, my dear friends are given to you by the Creator as stated emphatically in the Declaration of Independence and spelled out to some degree in the Bill of Rights, which, by the way, if you read the preamble to the Bill of Rights, is not written to give us limitations on what our rights are and enumerate them and that's it. No, 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 no. It was written to... Uh, put the most stringent, strictest, we're talking uh, just the tightest reins on government. The Bill of Rights states that it was written so that all those men and women who are participating in those areas of government, the three branches of government, right? What is it? We have uh, legislative, executive, and judicial. All equal power, but we are all equal power because we are the people. These are just offices. These are just 
part of our politics. Okay. But ultimately, every single one of those offices, in order to even take that office, you must raise your right hand and place your left hand on the Bible. Okay, now people are letting people do with the Quran and all that stuff. Okay, whatever. But that can't be a whatever. And I'm going to tell you why it can't be a whatever because that's the problem with this country today. It's, oh, well, everything's okay. No, it's not. Because if everything was okay, well, we would not be in the position we're in today as a country. It is not okay to go after the family unit and say that two men and two women are just as legitimate as a man and his wife. No, they're not. And it doesn't even have anything to do with legitimacy. You know it's not legitimate. I mean, if you're just going to be solely a, somebody who doesn't even believe in a creator or a God, and you're just by dealing with evolution, evolution is even more harsh. Why? Because evolution is based upon survival of the species. And in a same-sex union, you cannot propagate. And anybody that wants to go, well, science, oh, really? Okay. But nature says no, because you can't. There's, there are definitely, we've already proven this by looking at the very immoral and evil human Experiments that were done by the Nazis, that were done by uh, different uh, governments. All these things, guys, are done. They're not okay. It's not okay. It, it decays to the point where what is the difference between right and wrong? A lot of people think, well, that's being homophobic. No, it's being logical and rational. If we do not draw the line somewhere, then there's no line. If there's no line, then anything goes. And that's what we're seeing right now. Instead of a country that's flourishing on honoring creation, honoring nature, we're going against nature. We're going against that which builds up. Instead, we're embracing that which tears down. If you're right, are being taken away, which they are, and have been, then you, my dear friend, did not sign on to that. And being an American, you are literally, you have a duty to uphold and defend the Constitution. If you don't, then you're derelict in your duty. Okay? And a lot of Americans were derelict in their duties when they, when it became, when we had the American Revolution. It was like 3% actually fought the war. That's where that idea of 3% comes from. 3% of Americans literally fought the freaking war. You know, and it was those 3% that actually won the fucking war. I don't care if you don't like my language. You don't like my language, bye. Take a walk, Nancy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, whether you believe me or not, that you have until probably November, no more outside, it, definitely by Christmas, this whole world is going to be different. 
you're going to see some things happen that might just, you're going to be like, in America? Yeah. It's already happening in America. You're locked down. You're told that your job is non-essential. That your needs are non-essential. All based on one man who said, well, I passed a government's executive order. Who cares? It's not law. Did you guys know that? Here's the thing that matters most. You don't have to listen to anyone telling you anything. You're an American. You don't have to listen to them. They are coming for you and I. If you stand for liberty and freedom, they're coming for you. If you're a Christian, they're coming for you. If you're a Jew, they're coming for you. And that's a fact of life. You know how I know? They're saying it. <clears throat> BLM and Antifa and all those wonderful people are marching through freaking LA. Yelling. Fuck the Jews. Fuck the police. Kill the Jews. Kill the police. That's not good. How is that good on any level? Well, I believe in free speech too. But what is the reason for that? What, why are they saying it? What did the Jews do to them? Oh, that's right. The evil Zionist, right? <laughs> okay. But see, if you're a Christian, then I'm going to be speaking to you for, here in a, for probably a good portion of this. But mainly if you're an American, if I were you, if you can't purchase, uh, if you cannot purchase a firearm because of some conviction in your past that you've already done your time for and paid your dues, then your government has lied to you and they've stolen your rights and they don't have a right to do that. They don't have a right to do that. Felons have a right to defend themselves. Everybody does stupid things. And I guarantee you, nature will weed out the evil. <laughs> it happens. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Those of you that love goodness and, and things that are beneficial and help build up society, this is for you. Start thinking about this. People trying to find ways to come into your home. It's coming. Having to watch your back when you're out in public, it's coming. People already have had to do that, where they're having all these riots. They're not protests, they're riots, they're threats. People are sitting down and eating their meals with their kids. Even the mafia had a code. You don't mess with kids and women. And the younger generations, of course, get more evil and get more evil and then they don't care. Well, ladies and gentlemen, BLM doesn't care about you. The Black Lives Matter movement is bullshit. They don't care about Black Lives Matter. You know how many black unborn babies are slaughtered every year through abortion? <laughs> Give me a break. Hey, pastor, priest, bishop, metropolitan patriarch allowing man to shut down our churches because you fear man 
Don't tell me it's about being expedient. No, because you fear man. This is for you. You can take it or leave it and do what you want. And I am the most vilest of sinners. I, I am unworthy of anything that God would give me out of his grace. But I don't know. This is like heavy on my heart and I'm going to say it and I don't care. Judgment is already beginning in the house of God. That is coming from the thief on the cross. I am that thief on that cross. I am unworthy of anything that the church has to offer. I'm unworthy of of forgiveness. I'm unworthy of mercy. I'm unworthy of grace. So whatever you try to throw at me for my character, fuck you. It doesn't matter. The only one I fear, I'm dead serious, is the creator himself. And I don't even fear him. Because I know that he loves me. Beyond my imagination, but I'm unworthy. And that is a fact of life. But the church has failed. Across the land. Across the nations. In Australia. The church has really failed. You all should be standing there. Arms together and say, no, we're not going to stop having church. But you're doing it. Well, they threatened us with violence. Oh, woe is me. I've had my ass handed to me for preaching the gospel. Literally. Been beat up bad. I've had people (laughs) threaten my life. And I don't care. Because I'm not your average follower of the way. I know where I stand. And I'm not ashamed. I just stand in reality. I mean, what's there to be ashamed of? I am who I am. And I do everything I can in my power to better myself on a daily basis. But there's a lot of people out there that walk on water and raise the dead. So, good on you. (laughs) But for the church, I'm going to tell you right now, pastors, ministers, preachers, but especially the church, bishops, patriarchs, and every label underneath, which is all a bunch of crap, guys, by the way. Yeah, it is. That's just tradition. And and tradition, like I said, is beautiful. But it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make somebody more holy. It doesn't make them... And so what's the need of it? Are Are you a minister of the gospel? Then be one. Why do you have to have a title? What's the purpose of titles? Those are vain. How about brother... How about sister? How about friend? Because Jesus made it really clear. Jesus, Hamashiach, Yeshua, whatever name you're going to put on him. The Creator's Son made it very clear. If you want to serve, if you want a position of leadership in the kingdom of God, that's earned through humility and understanding that we're all humans. We're, we're all part of the same family. 
It was Cain who brought family division and murder into the world. Is that just a story? I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't there. You weren't there. But it makes a lot of sense. But here in America, see guys, I truly believe. I'm talking to you, church, right now. Whether you believe me or not, I don't care. I want you just to listen. That's all I'm asking. If you have ears and what I'm saying, the Spirit quickens your heart, okay. If the Spirit, if you feel nothing, okay. I'm not I'm not passing a judgment. I don't have a right to judge you. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I hear. And this is what I hear. Though a righteous man live his life righteous all his life, yet one day, He commits an egregious sin against somebody's rights. Steals something from somebody. All that righteousness is gone. Why? Because you have now taken something from somebody that didn't belong to you. Or maybe you've hurt somebody because you didn't approve of what they said to you. You were offended. So you physically attacked them. Whatever the case. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, there's so much on my mind right now. It's going. I, I I have to really try to slow it down. Um, and if I don't slow it down, I won't be able to keep up. So listen to me, please. Jesus said that there was one church. One. And that church is going to be known not by its theological prowess, its doctrinal whatever. It's going to be known by its love one towards another. going to be it's going to be known by its love one towards another and we were promised we were warned ahead of time that there's going to be a time on this planet not because God is evil or mean but because men and women are free agents and they can choose good or evil that that was the downfall of mankind was wanting to know good and evil and we chose that. We chose that. And we choose that in our lives. At some point, we choose it. We want to know good, but we also embrace evil. And so when we embrace evil, well, what do we have to do? We've got to repent. What does that mean? Turn away. That's all it is. I'm not talking about your language. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. You know, people are so caught up on petty crap. <laughs> they actually think Jesus would actually be caught up on there. Are you kidding me? If you actually understood the way Jesus used his language and when he was quoted by those that wrote down his words, it was very harsh, very strong language, even to the point at some places where you would probably think that it was like, hey, that's a bunch of shit and you need to stop, Peter. 
that kind of stuff. Swearing deals with those. Cursing. Cursing deals with, you know, may a thousand fleas infest the armpits of your grandmother. You know, that's a curse. <laughs> what the church has gotten caught up in is so petty. And you become a great, majestic pageantry of a show that looks good, but is empty without its clouds without water. Why is the church so anemic today? Because the Spirit of God has to be allowed to move. And that can happen when two or three are not gathered together. But thank the Lord he came up with a plan when the, when the people that we trust as our, not as our leaders, but as our, as our spiritual brothers, our spiritual fathers and spiritual sisters, okay, who help us and guide us, not because they're above us, but because they're with us and they're walking through the same life that we are. We're trying to navigate stuff together. But something's happened along the way. And there were seven letters sent to seven churches with seven messages for each church. And each church had a different thing it was dealing with. Some received praise for their consistency. Some, many, received harsh rebuke for their inconsistencies, for their sins. Let's call it what it is, sin. And I'm not talking about popping open a bud or freaking smoking one. Okay? Those aren't sins. Otherwise, Jesus is one of the greatest sinners out there because he made a whole bunch of wine for a party. Come on, guys. Let's wake up. Let's get past the bullshit. Let's get right to the point. Ready? I just sat here for 26 minutes getting ready, right? America? November? churches shut down even told how to worship inside of their walls of their temples their synagogues their mosques but I'm not worried about any other religions right now I'm worried well I am because all religion is though not equal has a right to exist in American ontology we, we tolerate all religions it's only when those religions violate the rights of people who don't want to participate any longer, then we deal with it. That's called law and order. And there's only one law in the land, it's the Constitution. The Bill of Rights, which directs the government on its limits. It's, it uses uh, two words in the same sentence. Misconstruction or abuse, that's the term. So that the government does not misconstruct or abuse its powers. In other words, misconstruct, that word there, in the time that was written, it meant to misinterpret. So whatever's written before the Bill of Rights was finally ratified December 15th, 1791, four years after the ratification of the Constitution for the United States, September 17th, 
1787. Uh, that's why we have Constitution Day. You know that? On September 17th every year. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. But, okay, so... What's happening is that my governor of this state of California, Gavin Newsom, I call him Duke Newsom now. So Duke Newsom wrote a royal edict stating that since he is the final authority on the land, um, he shut everything down. And then he even shut down churches. And churches were getting locked out of their own buildings on private property. Pastors being arrested because of a governor's edict. Even going so far as saying that you can't sing, you can't dance, you can't raise your hands and worship God. And you priests, you bishops, all you with your wonderful titles, and that's all they are is just titles, gentlemen, Never think of yourself more highly than a man ought to. We're created. None of us created this. We're creation. I'm talking to you Christians. You're not a Christian. This isn't for you. And if you don't like what I'm saying, change the channel. One man threatened you with jail, pulling your 501c3 BS, which you need to get rid of, by the way, because that makes you a fictitious organization. So is the Church of Christ fictitious or not? That's going to be something you're going to have to decide. But I told you, judgment is beginning in the house of God. We have this beautiful... I'm just going to put it right here. We have this beautiful, 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 beautiful beautiful faith that a lot of people don't even understand today because it's been so distorted in certain parts of the country especially within the western uh, uh, the westernized culture a lot of Christians in the west are not exposed to the continuation of Christian Christianity from or the continuation of the way uh, after the split of Rome from the other four patriarchates. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go study the Orthodox Church in America and you'll get an idea or a Greek Orthodox Church, whatever. But go study how the Orthodox Church works and where it comes from and understand that it is the Eastern branch of Christianity that's never stopped its existence. Roman Catholicism came out of Orthodoxy, and that's just a historical fact. I'm, I'm not <clears throat> judging either or. I'm just telling you a historical reality. Roman Catholicism is actually a lot younger by centuries than the way. In the way, there is a priesthood. First, if it's, all, it's of all believers, we are all kings and priests in the kingdom of God. That's why to whom much is given, much is required, right? So we need to be careful with what we're given. If you're given great power, then be careful with it. Don't use it to take advantage of people. 
use it to help build a freer America. Not a more socially just. No, that's Marxist bullshit talk. Church. Your obligation was to be a light. And the second that Gavin Newsom shut you guys down, you should have said no. You actually had an obligation to say no. You had an obligation to say no. Because the data on this uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus that gives the, that causes the, uh, the alleged illness COVID-19, okay, it's a coronavirus ID-19, okay, we already knew it was not a pandemic. The CDC just made over the weekend, last weekend, uh, they made that a fact because all their numbers are in. Roughly about 9,000 people died directly from this alleged illness. 9,000 directly, guys. Nine. Let that number sink in out of a country of over 310, 320 million people. 9,000. That means out of that big old number of uh, 180,000 or whatever they're saying have died from COVD directly, that means that one, 170 some odd thousand didn't. Holy shit. And I mean, holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, you not only allowed the church to be shut down, men, priests, brothers, spiritual fathers, but you encouraged it. You said we must obey the authorities. Sure, until that authority is arrogant enough to say that God has to be suspended for right now in his ways. I think I'll just stop right there. We'll do more later. Thank you.